morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Cryptid. We are your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you danger dogs? I think danger dogs. <laughs> I feel like that could be a, a film. Is that not a film? What is oh, it you know Just what? Like, you know, I don't know if it is, but it sounds like it should be. So if it is, then good job naming it feels that. Like, <laughs> I feel like it would be like a cult movie. Like Ooh. maybe it would be like a Son of Sam movie, you know, but it's like about a cult that's like all about that still. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. We did talk about cults previously, if you want to check that out. But today, we are doing our very scary Christmas special, part one. Uh, we are obviously big holiday people. Uh, you can tell from our content. You can tell from the type of episodes we make on Camp Cryptid that we like to do this. Um, as it is the most frightening time of the year. And in this first episode of A Very Christmas Special, we thought it'd be really fitting to talk about the monsters of winter and mysteries and crimes that happen during this chilling time of year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's joyous, but it's also terrifying. So we love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I think you got snow already. Yeah, yes, I did. Too. Yes, uh, it hasn't been snowing recently, but I think it snowed at the beginning of December. Uh, it wasn't too crazy, but. Yeah, I got some snow the one day I was in Jersey. It was like a very light snow and that was nice because then it went away but i personally you know people get seasonal depression in the winter yes Yes. okay i thrive in cold weather i hate being hot in the summer right that's not for me i thrive except for when it's too fucking chilly and i only like it because i can get warm easy you know yes you can't get you can't cool down quick enough yeah that's my problem yeah but i mean yeah nothing's better than being like cold and then being under a, a little blanket and being all snuggled Right. And that's the good part. But then we think about like what makes winter actually frightening. Yeah. Uh, You you know, things like being snowed in, no way to survive uh, outside. There's less greenery. There's less daylight. It's very barren. Yeah. Um, That is like what gets into the spooky parts of the winter. Yeah. I I mean, you think about it, you don't really see as many animals, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's very scarce. You know, it's just kind of like cold. And, you know, if you go out at night, you don't want to get hypothermia. So it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you much rather be inside by a fire. Well, it just seems like between being snowed in and just like general inclement weather, there's a lot of deaths and like incidents that do occur. Yeah. Um, You had written that... (laughs) sorry missing 401 people in national parks who get lost when weather changes that's like a really big thing oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah because if you uh if you've list like read any of the missing 411 stuff a lot of the time when people come up missing there's always inclement weather around the time so it's mm-hmm. either like you know extreme rain extreme cold um and people just aren't prepared for that i mean we as humans we don't have like super thick skin we're not really covered in hair all over our body to keep us you know warm like you know like let's say a sasquatch or a yeti you know um so you know humans we aren't as prepared as you know some other uh you know animals of nature so Oh, no, we aren't. We definitely are not. I think about that, too, even with my dog. My dog is, like, covered in fur. I'm like, should I be putting a little jacket on her? <laughs> yeah. Is she okay yeah. outside? But Here I'm we like, are, like, domesticating wolves being like, you know what? I'm going to get them a plaid, you know, little <laughs> this wolf. You've, do- you've tried to do that with a coyote, Erica. Okay? Yeah, you know, is listen, that- I just, I yeah. think I'm Snow White sometimes. And in reality, I'm going to get my throat ripped out by a coyote one day. <laughs> well, you know what I'm thinking about, too, is, like, all of us out here getting laser hair removal okay what happens when we need to survive and we can't grow that shit back yep yeah really upset 
It's gonna be the really shit cold. That I'm worrying about. <laughs> it's very cold. It's gonna be so cold. <laughs> um, I don't know how you want to go into different things. I'm really stoked to talk about Yetis today. Um, there's obviously some other like snow related things, but what would you like to start with? Oh man, you know, there's so many things, you know, most of the time in the holidays, people always think about like happy things and I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, what Christmas horror movies can I be watching to keep my like scary feeling throughout the year? Um, you know, I think that one of the things that comes to mind for me when it comes to like you know, being snowed in is, is like movies like misery, you know, where it's like extreme weather that causes this, you know, these like horrific conditions. And, um, the Donner party is really exciting to talk about because, you know, for, you know, anybody who doesn't know the Donner party is, um, you know, a group of settlers that were from the Midwest that traveled over to the Sierra Nevada region. And basically what happened is, through a couple people saying that there were a couple like shortcuts that they could take to get to California, they ended up taking a shortcut that really wasn't a shortcut, and it led this group of settlers to basically resort to cannibalism. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you heard on here that one man claimed to have eaten a baby raw. Yeah. So I am I, the, honestly the Donner Party. Probably we should do an entire episode Whole on episode. it. Whole episode yeah. because you know there there are so many books about it. The interesting thing about the Donner Party is it was well documented because the people that were traveling, you know, there were um, you know wealthier people. Uh, I, I I saw that one of the the people, you know, we think of horses and wagons like Oregon Trail type style, but these people had like a two story wagon that had like bunks and like yeah they were like on a tour bus like just traveling (laughs) with like 10 oxen leading it you know just chilling obviously we you know we're gonna do a whole thing on it but you know the people were basically bragging that they had eaten babies and like you know some of the people who were survivors like didn't really want to talk about resorting to cannibalism but there were a lot of signs that they resorted to cannibalism so that one right there is a good rabbit hole to fall down if you've never heard of the Donner Party and some yeah. crazy snowy weather on, you know, the Sierra Nevada uh, mountains. Yeah, it's a, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I think we need like a whole Donner Party episode and then a whole like cannibal episode because like Albert Fish, I can go on all day. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Just weird, just weird shit with that. There's so many like cannibal movies. The cannibals uh, in Scotland who were like the family that lived in... Um, oh my gosh caves and they just they just slaughter and eat people who were travelers that one's that i don't remember what that family was called but yeah if you're in scotland you remember just shoot us a message i just (laughs) i don't understand what possesses a person to want to eat human flesh yeah like like, here's my thing here's my thing like honey there are berries. There are nuts. Like, I would rather eat, like, moss. The vegetarian over here is I like, know. there's berries. I'm like, like, <laughs> my little sister was saying something, because I'm always one of those weirdos who's like, I want a bunker. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I've got all these uh, survival books, and then I've got all the books, like, on what, like, berries and nuts to forage and which ones are safe to eat. And I'm like, honey, there are, like, I would rather risk eating, like, a poisonous mushroom than eat someone's fucking arm. <laughs> like, It does not sound appetizing yeah. to me. Mm-mm. Uh, 
Like, there's give like me a, dirt. I'll eat dirt. <laughs> it's disgusting. There's a whole scene in the, not to get off topic, but there's a whole scene in the Walking Dead series where they take a guy's off, they're cannibals, they eat his flesh, and then he's like, ha, bitches, guess what? I got bit by a walker, you're eating rotten flesh, and they're like freaking out because they're like, right now we eat somebody infected, are we going to die? And that's like karma to me. Yes, I love that. Suck it. That's karma. Suck it, cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, cannibalism's uh, weird, man. I don't like, I, you know, it's just one of those weird, like, I don't know. I I just don't get it. The fullest like extent for survival, I sort of get. Survival, you're going to die. That's all you got. Maybe somebody's already dead. I possibly get it. <laughs> We're talking I, like, like, <laughs> like the, oh, um, there was a team of soccer players that got stranded who had to resort to cannibalism in, was it the what? Andes Mountains? Yeah, in like the 70s. <gasps> That's another one I too. I was thinking, I was thinking of the cats when their owner dies that feast Eat on the them. eyes. You know, for, <laughs> yeah, I was going for that. You were going for a full soccer team, but you know we're on the same track here. Yeah, I mean that just, I mean that's the thing is like in these extreme situations, what do you do? See me, I'd be like, yo, I'll eat earthworms, I'll eat grubs, I'll get down, I'll get down like that. Like I'll be eating some like leaves out of trees. I don't know. I guess we'll talk more about like Christmas specific stuff in our part two episode but you have on here because erica did a fantastic job with this episode uh death by decorations which is something that's always fascinated me yeah and this could include like you know if someone's like on their you know roof putting up their beautiful little led icicles and then all of a sudden oh oh no that's no bueno and they fall and that happens a lot more than people would think too it's probably one of the leading injuries during this christmas season unfortunately yeah I always see it on the news, too. I saw, like, a a guy, and this isn't, like, an actual person, but I saw a guy basically took, like, a ladder and then put, like, a fake body on the roof to make it look like he was falling off, like a whatever Christmas movie that's in reference to. Somebody's going to tell me, and I'm going to feel dumb. But the cops kept getting called because people thought that he was falling off of the roof, and oh it was just a gosh. fake thing. However... That is very common, and I can't imagine the people who do, like, crazy extensive yard work for yeah. Christmas probably get their ass beat all the time i mean everyone in my neighborhood is all decked out and i i literally don't even have a christmas tree up this year because my cat's climbing in it so i can't i can't even put stuff on it but yeah no i'll go out for halloween though you know my yard is 10 out of 10 for halloween but (laughs) halloween is is our time to shine that is our season yes but i i don't know i get excited about christmas stuff like that um i like seeing like pretty christmas lights the inflatable stuff that's where you start to lose me that's where you start to lose me with the inflatables unless you got like a badass like like those people that have like the uh nine foot skeletons in their yard that's sick dressing them up for christmas i'm here for it you want to put a big abominable snowman freaking thing in your yard i'll be down for that i love that but there's there's someone in my town with like 60 no exaggeration penguin inflatables on their yard you can't even see their yard it's like a penguin army there's nothing else and it's funny to me i love but penguins I'm like, though so much. yeah yeah no it's a lot that's so tacky and so awesome <laughs> i uh, love that so kind of going along with like the cold weather type of you know feel where uh you know i thought the diatlov pass incident was a great one to bring up especially during uh you know the cold weather months and for those that aren't familiar with the diatlov pass incident is uh it was an incident where 10 
student hikers left to go basically hike in the Ural Mountains in uh, Russia. And for those who don't know, uh, the Ural Mountains are basically a mountain chain that divide Russia in between. Like it, they basically run vertically throughout the country, almost like in the center of it. And they're very harsh, uh, known for very harsh conditions. The local indigenous people, the lands usually uh, refer to the mountains as barren or dead mountains because they're just there's nothing there. Um, but this incident was very uh, interesting. And basically what happened is uh, on February 1st of 1959, uh, these these hikers, uh, well, nine of them, you know, went on to, to finish the hike, but one of them actually left before this incident. But uh, nine of the hikers were basically at, and basically in the middle of the night sometime, were forced out of their tent, forced to cut their way out of their tent. And their bodies were found almost a mile south of their tent um, with the people basically not wearing any type of clothing, you know, and some of the bodies were found dismembered. Um, the coroners found that the, the first, basically five bodies were found at first, and then those were found to be concluded to uh, die of hypothermia. And then it took a couple of weeks for them to find the other four bodies. Um, but the four bodies that they found after the first initial five bodies were the most interesting because those are the ones that they found to have been mutilated. Uh, one of the bodies uh, suffered severe head trauma. One of the bodies uh, had its chest um, hit so hard with something or it fell from such a high, you know, uh, a high height that it caused the ribs to puncture the heart. So um, the force was so strong that it caused those ribs just to cave right in and puncture the heart. And that's probably what caused the death of that person. Uh, and then another person had their chest also caved in. And then one of the bodies had uh, their eyes were removed and then their tongue removed as well. Uh, the eyes, they kind of theorized that because the body was face down in the water and the snow, that the eyes just probably melted into that. Yeah. But that really doesn't explain the tongue being removed. Uh, the coroner did find blood in the stomach of the person who had their tongue removed. So there's no saying, you know, what really happened, but it's basically a mystery as to what happened to these bodies. Um, basically what would have caused these nine people to flee their tent in the middle of these snowy mountains when it's, you know, below freezing temperatures, uh, without shoes and, uh, you know, it's still a, a mystery today. And there are so many theories on what had happened, but essentially like what in the world would cause these people on this snowy mountain to flee their tent, to cut their way out of their tent and then to flee without any of their supplies or shoes and um, flee almost like a mile away from there. So when they, when, do you know if like when they found their stuff, if things were completely covered with snow, like their tents and stuff or no, was it just so, like. <clears throat> they, Basically, some people say it was an avalanche, but there's a lot. Of the, the great thing about the Dyatlov Pass incident is that there's great documentation. They took pictures. Mm -hmm. They have journals. There are people who saw them on their way. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So they have a lot of things that people. That's why this is such a highly researched topic still to this day, you know, because this is still something that could be you know, some kind of, uh, you know, breakthrough in technology could really solve this someday. Good. I, I think it would, I would like to kind of just theorize our own on this. Like, yeah, I feel like there's still, if there's all these theories on like what this could actually be, I'd, I, I'd like to 
kind of investigate that on our own. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the official causes of death, you know, according to their government, you know, were, uh, you know, hypothermia, you know, and hypothermia would obviously explain some of, uh, you know, the, the things that, you know, some of the bodies, but then when you have these bodies who have, you know, a skull fracture, we've got two bodies with chest, uh, chest depressions from made by something with like a large force. And then you've got another one who's got, you know, her eyes and her, um, tongue missing. You, how do you explain that? You know, people say, oh, could it have been, uh, you know, Russian experimentation? Could it have been a UFO? Could it have been missiles? Could it have been an avalanche? Could it have been these people, you know, tried to kill each other because they were up in the, you know, the mountains for so long together? Could it have been a Yeti? <laughs> you know? It always goes back to the Russians. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it always goes back to the Russians. They did uh, find radiation on the last four bodies, but studies went to go show that basically two of the people that they found the radiation on were actually people that were involved in a radioactive spill. So that might explain the radiation with them because the radiation wasn't found on the first five bodies. Um, so people, some people were like, oh, well, they were using, you know, guns or some kind of equipment on them. But then they kind of like later dispelled that by saying like, no, these people were just, they worked for a chemical plant and there was a spill. So they got, you know, exposed to that. Um, you know, a funny thing is, is they did find in one of the journals, you know, they had a, um, they had a little clipping of, you know, possible Yeti sightings. And so they, you know, what if it was a Yeti? Like, what if no joke, a Yeti like came and saw them and was just like, that's my, you know, they're, they're up in my neighborhood. Like I ain't having this. So let's just talk about Yetis for a minute. <laughs> I love Because now I'm invested, right? If you are for some reason unaware of what a Yeti is, it's a Himalayan folklore and it's an ape-like creature and it's supposed to inhabit the Himalayan mountain range in Asia. Uh, in Western pop culture, the creature is commonly referred to as the abominable snowman, which you've probably seen from such childhood classics like the uh, claymation movies. Yes, and we love that. In Monsters, Inc., the adorable one. You know what I mean? Or in the 1980s uh, cult classic Abominable where that's a crazy-ass fucking Yeti and he's just oh, wild. Yeah. <laughs> we are here for that. Yeah, uh, there is supposed evidence of the Yeti's existence, um, like sightings, video recordings, photographs, footprints, you know, kind of like Bigfoot. Yes. Uh, he, he's just like the big, cold version of Bigfoot. So when I first got on my uh, my kick for like finding out, you know, the, the truth and quest for Bigfoot, you know, my Indiana Jones, like holy grail of life, my Bigfoot, you know, I, uh, you know, on the FBI.gov site, I, you know, was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to type it in and see what I can find. And they actually have correspondence that their FBI office sent to Nepal for uh, Yeti. So I will definitely post that little bulletin. Uh, up in our Camp Cryptid Reddit for you all to take a look at. And, you know, in the meantime, if, you know, there's a fellow, like, Yeti hunter. Well, I don't I don't think we should hunt them because, you know, I'm just against that. Like, let's let them live, too, in this, wor this world. You know, like, it's a huge world. We There's room for Yetis, right? Um, but Yeti trackers or, you know, Bigfoot people. And you have some great stories about, you know, Abominable Snowman. Or even if you're Russian and you have some amazing folklore, because I'm telling you, there are some amazing Russian books on Bigfoot. I just don't read or speak Russian, so I have no idea what they say. <laughs> I'm like, 
I I kind of love that you went to the FBI website and found that. Oh, first I off. I and literally then... saved so much stuff from the FBI. They probably like definitely have like someone watching my computer because they're like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> they're like on our episodes right now, like face palming. Like, damn, they got us. They were they like, no us. one was actually supposed to look at those FOIA requests. So, <laughs> but here I am. I'm reading it, FBI. She's got it. I'm She's here. got it. I print all that stuff out. I have like little folders and everything. <laughs> you know, how there's always like those FBI memes about like the FBI agent in your phone. Like they're just looking at our conspiracies. Everybody else is looking at like porn and stuff. We're just like full on cryptid conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Bullshit, I'm honestly. like, man, I miss the days when conspiracy like reddits were actually conspiracy reddits and not political. Like, give me oh, like, no. I don't want any of that. Like, just give me like. Just give me like lizard people and structures on yes. you know the moon and Antarctica <gasps> and can can I tell you something about lizard people real quick? Oh my god, absolutely. It's unrelated. Side when track. I was a kid, <laughs> I was convinced that people that were like adults and this is like very invasion of the body snatchers v. I don't think I watched anything that gave me this reference, but I was convinced like at the nape of your neck that adults had a zipper in which they would zip out and have like a reptilian species in oh, for years like i was completely convinced of it and it was just like this weird thing i would always be like they might just be wearing like a skin suit i mean and i don't know where that came from it's like the movie v isn't it the stephen King. yeah, yeah. But, but i never watched v stuff growing up or anything i don't know where that came from i was and like so no. that messes with me i don't care if the person i love like zipped off their skin they were i mean like if they got a pretty good personality like whatever like okay so, yes. you're, so i like i like reptiles like also in the same like conversation of this uh there's a show on netflix called inside job i don't know if you watched it i haven't no okay so it's a, it's like a cartoon it's like a yeah. dumb cartoon like rick and morty kind of style oh, cartoon <laughs> you know of stupid basically the whole show is about um this like genius her name's reagan and she is working to hide the world's conspiracies so there's like things about cryptids there's things about like the government reptilian shapeshifters things like that that. and uh yeah it's basically like the bottom floor of like stuff for the government so if you like like talking about conspiracy stuff this show does it in a good way i think it's pretty interesting and it's really funny see the government just didn't like embrace that stuff you know yeah I go off again about the UFOs. They already told us about UFOs, man. Just yeah. show us the Bigfoots there. I don't need to go see him or anything. Don't put him on display. Let him do his own thing. But just be like, yeah, he's real. Yeah. That's just, it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like Bigfoot's real. That's why we made all these national parks so he could like live and roam freely. Okay, cool. All right. The same, well, the thing is like, I would understand like other countries not telling us, right? Because yeah. like this is our, yeah. Like I understand if we can't hear about the Yetis, that's yeah. fine. But like, tell us about Bigfoot and shit. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're so serious about this. Too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're like, no, for real. Like, if you know something about them, please let us know. <laughs> um, but we were, we were, we keep talking about like little references in movies and stuff. There's a couple movies and films. If you're okay talking about it. Oh my gosh. I absolutely. want to tell you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's a movie called Frozen, which I put in this list. It is not the Disney classic Frozen. Uh, it is a movie about a group of friends who go to a ski resort and the three of them get stuck on a chairlift high above ground in the middle of the night and the ski lodge closes. Mm. So it's all about them trying to not completely freeze mm. and to get off the ski lift and survive because like at that point you're stuck in the air is absolutely freezing. Uh, and it's not like the best movie ever, right? Like I, I would give it like a... 
like a seven, a six, probably. I would give it like a six, right? But the actual, like, if you're thinking of it from your perspective, like, what would you do in this scenario? That makes it interesting to me. Yeah. Like, there's a part where maybe somebody falls off of it and it gets kind of crazy. Oh, that's terrifying. Pass. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of stuff like that. You're trying not to freeze to death. You yeah. Know, this goes into the cannibalistic nature of, you know, are you hungry? What are you supposed to do this time? Like, you're you're freezing you're only in enough cold weather clothes to go skiing for that day and now you're stuck here yeah so Love that's that. a thing i thought was um i don't i don't know what i would do in that situation period but that was a good one uh i also mentioned a couple weeks ago the lodge on one of our episodes that's one that takes place again during a snowstorm it's a pretty dark one uh i like that a lot you said misery earlier yes oh yeah which is which is fantastic and also this is not the same thing as a cold weather show but season two of castle rock yes it's all about misery so good. it's so like yeah it's if you cool. liked yeah. yeah yeah if you like misery you should absolutely check that out because um you don't have to watch castle rock season one to get to but there are things that happen that yes. are parallel but it's like the full prequel to annie and like what happens yes. which is really really good yeah. it's a shame that they canceled that because there were so many things that like little <sighs> easter eggs that they did where i was like uh, they just left so many things like what what was going it's, on? It was so good. It, it was, was really good. And I feel like they weren't even like at the top. Like that of was the a reason to make me story. keep. Like, no, that was a reason for me to keep Hulu. And now I'm like, I don't need that shit. Castle <sighs> Rock's on there. I don't need it. It's yeah. Um, we've talked about 30 Days of Nights as well on yeah. here before. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic vamp movie. Um, very well done. It's it's again set in what, Alaska. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, imagine in places in Alaska where there's literally no no daylight. Like I would I would yeah. lose my mind. I would lose my mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, with the vampires, you've got let the right one in. And I'm pretty sure that happens uh, during like holiday season, like cold winter time. Um, you mentioned Abominable, which I haven't seen before. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Abominable is kind of like a, a play on like uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, Ooh! And it's a uh, I don't remember the actors in it. Oh my gosh! So much. Everybody, forgive me for that. I don't remember who's in it. <laughs> but basically, it's uh, it's a movie. Uh, it's a cheesy little '80s movie about a guy who. Um, you know, goes up back up to his town, and he unfortunately is, uh, you know, paralyzed uh, from. The, I think the waist down, he's in a wheelchair because of a skiing accident, and you know, he's in his little um, apartment, and he sees like basically a like basically a Sasquatch come and like kill some like girls, like. Uh, like he literally like pulls a girl out of a tiny window like her body like folds in half it's it's like that kind of 80s movie it's great um and it's a classic it's a classic bigfoot movie if you've never you know if you've never seen it it's so cheesy and it, i mean it's definitely like gory in like an 80s kind of gore way but yeah it's definitely i would say probably one of my top 10 bigfoot movies for sure that's super sick it's ridiculous <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> yeah no that's something i would absolutely give a shot to um you're gonna kill me for this which i've said multiple times but i've never seen the shining uh, and i know that's i on told here. her it is her it is her duty and her homework that she has to watch that i know because we have a nice little shining twins promo shoot we have to do <laughs> i know so i know about the twins i know about the the red rum i know about the the carpeting and i've seen like 
a good portion of it. I've seen like the bathroom scene. I've seen like the blood. I, I know like what it is. And I've seen, of course, the iconic door scene. And I feel awful for what they did to that wonderful woman. Of course, like these are things I know, yes. but I just have not seen it. Yes. So no. So yeah, uh, The Shining is definitely um, one when you think of like cold weather and someone being snowed in and people just losing their damn minds. That's definitely one you kind of think of when it comes to that type of stuff. So yeah, I think you'll love that when you watch it. It's fantastic. I'm very, I'm very excited to give it a shot. Uh, one I do love though is the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, classic! Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they remade it as well. Yeah, yeah, they did. And you know the funny thing is, is we've asked uh, you all like on our Twitter, like, oh, what's your favorite like scary movie like for like the holidays or cold weather type? And everybody says like tons of people say the thing, and we're here for yeah. you. Such a great movie. They. Yeah, it's a very good movie, and it's got, like, some really iconic scenes in it that, like, I, it's what? It's practical effects, too, right? A yes. lot of it. So we love that even that more. <laughs> is fantastic. Stop with the so CGI. We've had enough of it. Especially with horror movies, just don't. If you if you are doing a horror movie and you do CGI, someone someone needs to punch you in the face. So I'm just going <laughs> to say that. I'm just, I'm just saying that. I love that. that. Uh, I just get so like crazy about CGI and again I'm gonna I'm spiral off real quick about like the Dark Crystal which is not even what we're talking about <laughs> but like that show brought back to Netflix they did the most minimum CGI of like this much like a very minuscule amount because they wanted to focus on like giving you that real effect of something and yes. so I, with horror it's like you don't need all the CGI to no. do so I'd rather have just like bloody gory anything yeah but- if they can make like Hershey syrup and like corn syrup work for like Bates Motel and stuff like honey y'all y'all don't need CGI <laughs> like I hate to break it. it to you that's a classic and look what they did that's um, <laughs> just like I feel like they're like we could do stuff now so we do that I will say though for the thing uh, I have a board game which I haven't had the chance to play it's called uh, Infection at Outpost 31 Love and that. it's basically like you have your little minis and um, somebody in the crew is infected and you're trying to figure out like who is infected yeah and uh at the start of like the outbreak for it so it looks like a really fun game if you are into board games uh you know we don't get enough like horror representation we'll get like a spooky version of clue trivia horror like there's not like uh there's like a monsters game that's like pretty good i did see a mere uh serial killers game recently yeah there's there's yeah. like those and there's like um to hunt a killer oh yeah and stuff love that which you know no sponsor i'll take that yeah but Hello. there is <laughs> not enough horror games i think as far as like tabletop stuff, yeah. stuff goes and that one looks really good and i have it on my shelf so i want to just throw that in there i while love we were that. talking about it i love it. that yeah. yeah um i'm trying to think of other movies like fargo is another one american psycho that's a that's a really i've never seen that <gasps> Yeah. I've never seen that. Okay, so American Psycho. I mean, I've I've probably honestly seen this movie eight thousand times. Like, I'm not even. I just I. I could probably quote it. It's that bad, but uh, you know. It's a very I mean, interesting he looks, movie. He looks so hot, and I just feel like. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. I I absolutely adore him in that movie. I know it's a book. I've never read the book. Okay, I'm trash because I've never read the book either. But, I mean, the movie is classic. Um, Basically, he's just like this rich dude who's fucking out of his mind, and he has delusions of fucking, you know, where he thinks he kills people, and it's just he's just a very, very methodic type of person where he just has a very, I don't know. It's hard to explain 
Yeah, I'm looking it up, and I'm I'm pretty interested, and in I definitely think I need to watch it because I see stuff for it all yeah. the time. Like I feel like it's one of those movies that's like iconic, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And Christian Bale is obviously great in it. I mean, obviously he's a great actor. Um, he's obviously probably a little bit psycho himself to like pull off that role so well. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? <sighs> Patrick. His name's Patrick Fucking Bateman. <laughs> yeah. Is that his name? Patrick Bateman? Am I losing my yeah, mind? Yeah, Patrick okay. Bateman. No, no, like... You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. But those are some um, really great cold weather movies. If you guys have any other suggestions on like horror films, whether it be for the holidays, for cold weather, anything like that, definitely let us know. We're always looking for new suggestions. You could do that on our social media or on our Reddit page where we take lots of submissions. Erica's always posting stories and different things on there and we're just Camp Cryptid on there. So you can find us. Yeah, I I post a bunch of stuff and I really honestly, I hold back on posting a bunch of stuff too because I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm, I'm just super weird. (laughs) But please, if you guys ever find any good stories or you hear something and you want to kind of, you know, piggyback off of us and add some things to it, we would love to have that engagement. So definitely head over to our Reddit and uh, leave some, leave some cool posts for us. Well, we're always sharing like other weird articles and stuff that we find, but we're getting like people submitting their own stories on there now too, which is really cool. And artwork Um, and tattoos. And it's so, I just, I literally, I get so excited when I see someone post something. I'm like, ah, (laughs) thank you. It's so cool. It's so cool. super fun. I mean, the only thing I would say is I think that definitely when it comes to like, like we were talking about earlier with the Donner Party and the At Love Pass, those are definitely two topics that we definitely want to, uh, you know, elaborate on in the future. So we'll definitely be sitting down and maybe doing like, um, you know, like a two-part special with like, uh, you know, those just to kind of go through and and actually talk about all the different things that have happened in those because honestly there's so many different things and and theories and stories especially with Diat Love Pass that it honestly you just need almost like four hours to really go through everything <laughs> so uh so along with all of the stories we talked about today and all of the weird little like you know yeti stories and uh Donner Donner party and all of that good stuff um if you ever have anything that you would like to add or if you have any stories about things that have happened or any interesting events that are like mysteries or let's say you are you know hiking in the Ural Mountains yourself and you've seen something crazy in the sky um you can go and submit that at campcryptidpodcast.com to us there's a little section where you can go and submit your story to us and uh or if you have any you know newspaper articles you'd like to share with us you basically you could just send us everything you know let's all be little investigators of these mysteries together i'm here for that we're going to be definitely doing lots of exploration we're going to be doing lots of like different viewpoints on stuff you know we want to get we we work really hard to get viewer submitted stuff right we do our campfire tales and we take your submissions and uh you know if you have maybe some local legend lore on cold things we're still in the winter months so we could definitely come back and talk about these things uh yeah yeah so we'd love to hear about that for sure if you have like a specific lore hell yeah um and then aside from that uh, if you want to find all the ways to listen to camp cryptid we are over on campcryptidpodcast.com which is where you could submit as well uh there is our instagram our twitter our facebook reddit and we're also on many different ways to listen now erica's been really great about that so you can listen directly through our website you can listen to us on um 
Apple Podcasts, which if you like our episode, please make sure you leave us a review. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Podbean, YouTube. We're honestly on so many places. So if you want to find all the ways to listen to us, all the ways to follow us, to keep up with us, then make sure you check out campcryptedpodcast.com. So campers, that was part one of our very scary Christmas special. And if you would like to tune in next week and hear, you know, part two, we got some really cool ghoulish fun coming on. So uh, until next time, campers, we're your counselors signing off.